I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on TMS, COVID shut down dicks. Is this the line for the vaccine or for In-N-Out? My sediments, exactly. Moderna tastes like Dolly Parton. Ew. Get a proper meat. Your banana split construction technique is without honor. Who punched what's-his-name on 2020? No, the other Cheech. Three Stooges pie. I'm manually turned on. Do you want the chicken line or the beef line? Herding the ships. In today's game, you both get a BM. Bed, bath, and whatever. Making things with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We see a man. Noah and a woman, Taylor. They are young professionals and professionally young. They hold hands and feet. They are coupled. Taylor, we have dated for long years. It is time I do a thing. Noah gets on a single knee. He pulls out a box. Taylor smiles teeth. She thinks she will eat a wedding's cake soon. I propose. Propose we break up. Noah opens the box. Inside is his new girlfriend. She looks like Taylor, but one day younger. He's old bastard! great pair of nerd glasses in about an hour. This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for Monday, March 22nd, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. For today, I'll take that. I'll, I'll, I'll be that. Uh, I'll be that. Okay. Uh, Brian and I have been partaking in uh, biological agents this weekend. Uh, that's right <laughs> we both uh we both got our shots man we got our first shots and uh, we did we are both uh we are both half vaccinated i guess is the way to think about it yeah we're half i think that is the way because i saw some we, numbers we don't do anything half axed, no, no, no scott no no it's full axe uh anyway yesterday there were some notes and the numbers put up that said that we are something in the range of 25 percent of the country is at half vaccination levels or something which is pretty good Wow, forty. Uh, I'm sorry, forty three percent. Really? No, it's like twenty five percent. Oh, twenty five percent. Where did I hear forty three? I don't know. It's the okay. It's not even the answer to the universe, life, and everything. It's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Where on earth did I, I? I was listening to you. Why did I hear forty three? I, I don't know. I blame. Uh, hey, Discord sometimes does some funny things. It's changing the numbers on us. We didn't even know it. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so yeah, that's good. And then there's some uh, projections that say by July we're looking at ninety. Which would in, which implies that all the twenty five percent that are currently half vaccinated today will be fully vaccinated by next month, mm-hmm. which then we'll start seeing numbers on full vaccination. And this is all good things, right. all all good progress, it's great. Yeah, whatever. It's good stuff. So Brian and I went and got our things. I got mine on uh, Friday, 
and Brian got his on Sunday. And uh, I got the Pfizer. He got the Moderna. And uh, yours tastes like uh, Dolly Parton, right? Is that the deal? <laughs> Is this the one that she helped? Uh, yeah, helped fund. Okay, yeah, good. That, that's yes, mine deal. tastes a lot like Jolene and um, and a coat of many colors. Oh, fantastic! That's Isn't good. that it? That's a thing, right? Is that that's a thing? thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's it or not. But I my know. Uh, this this vaccine's only good from nine to five, though. So oh uh, shoot, that explains a yeah. lot. Actually, my favorite thing about yours, I was texting him about it last night, is uh, it's <laughs> one week more than the Pfizer makes you wait to get the second to get the booster. So right. I didn't know this, but the Moderna is literally 28 days later. Like it is 28 literally. days. Yes. Yeah. So just you know, <laughs> keep your rage to a minimum. Don't run. We'll see. Walk. Yeah, we'll see. Shamble, if you and, will. Uh, yeah. uh, Killian Murphy is set to come over later next month, and um, uh, we're going to go uh, grocery shopping together. Oh, sweet! You should go to that church and just hang out there for a minute. We'll go hang on the church in the balcony. We like yeah. hanging on the balcony. I guess the. The grocery store thing was the weeks later, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, when they're, he's hiding in the grocery store behind the uh, shopping carts. Hold on now. I just saw weeks. You just saw him, yeah. If you don't remember a grocery store thing, then it must have been days it later. It must have been days, yeah. Yeah. Because there's no Killian Murphy in weeks anyway. So if he was hiding right. in there, it would have been... Uh, yeah, but I don't, remember, I don't remember who it was. It oh, could have easily oh, yeah. been Rumpelstiltskin hanging out back there. <clears throat> loved my second view. or my, This is like my eighth viewing, but I love the second yeah. movie. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. People, yeah, people I, forget Hawkeye's in that thing, man. He's in there uh, sharpshooting, too. He's got a sniper right. uh, weapon and all that. That's pretty cool. It's got, I, need uh, to, uh, I need to revisit both of those films. I think I've only seen... I think I've only seen them each once. Oh, Is that right? Maybe more. twice on on days later. I love them. They're so visceral yeah. and great. And mm-hmm. days is great. I I prefer weeks. It's an aliens alien thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's not that I, I will never. I will always hold the Danny Boyle film in high regard. But for some reason, the sequel really works for me in a in a bigger, broader way. And I'm bummed there was never a 28 months or a 28 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Give me more, mm-hmm. man. Give me more. Yeah. I like the running zombies. I'm I go against the grain. Everybody out there like I like my zombies slow and shambling. F right off. Yeah. I like them running. I like yeah. them running. Running's totally running adds so much more terror to the yeah. mix. They're scary, dude. So uh anyway. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> point is uh we both now this is fun because we've had two different experiences, right? So now when the mm-hmm. when the day comes around for our second one, if if we have any kind of reaction or whatever, we're gonna we're gonna gauge how different it is and you know, right. talk about it on the show or whatever. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, uh, you, we talked about this during film sack, but, or maybe before film sack, but, um, you, uh, might not have been able to even do a film sack Saturday if we didn't have to push it to Sunday. Right. You were, yeah, my you were not- arm was killing me, dude. Like, mm. okay. So day of no problems, nothing, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, a little sore going to bed, not too bad, but like a flu, like a flu shot or whichever, which are always really mild for me. No big deal. Go to bed, wake up the next day. My arm is so stiff and pained and it just got worse as the day went on. Just I could barely like lift to this point. Just like, oh, my God, wow. it hurts so bad. It just Ugh. was killing me. And obviously everybody's going to be different, but um, it hurt all day. And so when you when we bumped film sack because Dunaway needed to a day, mm-hmm. it was actually a blessing in disguise because i was like i am not gonna want to sit there and deal with this arm for you know the show or whatever and it got worse as the day went on so anyway but by yesterday fine no problem (laughs) look at this all the way up here baby 
No problems. Rotating. Moving that arm. Move yeah. that arm. No problem at all. No big lump. No big pink spot. No nothing. No raised. Whatever. Um, the yeah. only other thing is I, <coughs> I had this little cough. <laughs> Almost as if it was on cue. Look at that. It keeps coming out uh, the worst possible times. But uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with any of this. It probably doesn't. Probably not. Uh, but uh, um, it's, it's just one of those yeah, things. My, yeah, my experience, uh, really straightforward. So mine was in a grocery store. So basically, um, uh, walk in, go over to the pharmacy. There's only one one person working back there, a woman working behind the counter at the pharmacy. Yeah. And um, she had to help the person that was in line behind me. And she says, okay, well, sit over there in those chairs and, uh, you know, have your, I had a jacket and then a short sleeve shirt underneath it. So I was just able to take the jacket off and give her access to my arm. Right. And um, she says, yeah, you know, you, you basically we want you to stick around the area for 10 to 15 minutes. Make sure you're doing okay. Um, so I just basically walked around the grocery store and <laughs> looked around things. <laughs> it was a grocery store on the complete opposite side of town. Like basically almost all the way to the airport um, is this one. And uh, um it's in the area. This is probably one of the better parts. There's some good parts of Aurora, and then there's some parts of Aurora where they always um, film cops. Whenever uh, cops is filmed in Denver, they film it in in parts of Aurora. But this wasn't. Uh, this was a, a pretty good part of Aurora, and yeah. uh, it's a part of Aurora that now has a, an In-N-Out Burger. Mm. And the line for said In-N-Out Burger yeah. still goes. Uh, it's probably still a. Half mile long, quarter mile. Let's say quarter mile long. Well, same with the one by us. What? I don't. I don't get it. All this time later, we've had them for a while now, and they still really they still get lines still like that. Crazy. Yeah, every day. Oh my god. Oh, not only that, that does not, not give me hope, Scott. Not, I was really hoping that, like, all right, well, they're new. They're like a couple months old. I'm sure you know mm-hmm. uh, they'll be totally fine. But no, you're saying it's never going to. No, change. I don't know if it ever goes away. But also, they're very efficient, so it's not so bad. They like, are. Yeah, things move quickly. They push there. you through. But. I mean, they only have five items on the menu, so really, how? how bad could it be yeah and i uh the other thing is there's like a block and block and a half away there's a chick-fil-a that also does similar lines i don't know i feel like everyone eats at those two places and that's it because those lines are both two miles long i don't get it <laughs> it's really weird i want chicken i want beef all right you know which line to get into <laughs> that's right there's no other places around you just have those two options so get over there yeah it's nuts so did you grab? So you didn't. You didn't. Uh, the whole I didn't point. Get, okay. No, it was uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. So it was like, well, I've had lunch. Tina's making a, a cottage pie for dinner, so I'm not. Uh, now hold on. Let's stop uh, right there. Cottage pie. Okay. What is, what is that? Cottage I pie. I don't know. So are you familiar with shepherd's pie? Yes, I love shepherd's pie. Big fan. Uh, with, if you do it with lamb, no. What's the deal? The difference between the two. Um, I've got to look it up here because I wasn't sure. Lamb and beef versus. Well, lamb, you do lamb and shepherd's pie, right? Or no, is it just beef and shepherd's pie and lamb is what makes cottage pie? Okay, that is. Okay, so it is. Yeah, cottage pie is, uh, well, then we had shepherd's pie because we used lamb. Oh. It was was ground (laughs) lamb, so we had a shepherd's pie. Okay. I wonder if the meat, I guess the meat, it it is important what the meat is, right? Like It is. Okay. You can't just have any, you can't just have ground turkey in there. It doesn't count. Right, it's not cowherd's pie. Cowherd's it would, pie. It's shepherd's pie. Right, because they're the herding the sheep. Watch the sheep. The sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're herding the sheep. So you gotta. <laughs> the who's, shepherd doesn't herd the cows, Scott. Who's who's, who's herding? Who's herding uh, Curly and Mo? How, uh, what shepherds do they have? 
Um, no, that makes sense. Now, I cannot believe it just hit me. I'm, I'm going to make a horrible admission here. Never in my life did the shepherd part and the sheep part. It makes sense now, but I, yeah. I never knew that the reason it was called shepherd's pie is because there's lambs meat in there. Duh. Uh, by you, know, you, you, people can look back a few seconds and realize that I didn't know that either until I started thinking about it. So there All you right. go. Well, we've learned again. Learned something today. This is fantastic. Made with Shep. Yep. Shep. Shepherd's well done. Pie made with Shep. Yep. Lots of Shep <laughs> for your Shep. A fainting Shep. Anyway, so that uh, that was good. That must have been great. I'll yeah. bet your wife makes a fine cottage pie. She she makes a terrific uh, uh, shepherd's oh, pie. Oh, shepherd's pie. And, That's right. Uh, We've determined <laughs> it. <had laughs> lamb in it. Um, and this is this is fresh lamb too. Because well, no, I mean, I think it's relatively fresh lamb. I've got a a new client that I'm working with that is a butcher up in Longmont, nice. and um, they have a farm. They raise pigs, sheep, and cattle. And um, nice. we got a whole bunch of. I basically said, you want to just do uh, half cash, half trade on your website? Mm-hmm. Sounds good to us. Okay. So we went up and picked up a massive, like a big box full of of different kinds of meat. Oh, that's awesome. I so love I've got a rack of lamb meat. waiting for me at some point. Dude, a butcher and the meat you get with a butcher is so much better. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Uh, we drove up there and we were driving by the all the animals in the farm. <laughs> Because <laughs> the road takes you by the the edge of their farm, we're looking like, yeah, that's where. Okay, you just gotta make sure you know that's where the meat comes from. Yeah, it's those right there. Need to know where that stuff. Uh, it doesn't just magically appear under uh, under cold refrigerated conditions. That's correct. Got to come yep. from somewhere. I, I'll tell you what. It's funny because this whole discussion about butchers has been on my mm-hmm. mind this week too. Because everybody's talking about the Snyder cut, right? And. <laughs> yeah. uh, my one of our favorite. I'm lo- to see where this connection is going. <laughs> one of our favorite local butchers here in town, and it's been here since I was in junior high, I think, or maybe high school. But it's called Snyder's Meats. Oh, okay. And All so right. they literally have deals that are called the Snyder, the Snyder's Cut, or the Snyder, Snyder Cut. cut. Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, uh, they're having a thing over at Snyder's. You can get the Snyder Cut steak for half off this week. We should go get a buy a couple of pounds or whatever. Like that's uh, those are conversations I've actually had. So with everybody walking around going, "Oh, did you see the Snyder's cut? Did you see the Snyder's cut?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, eat it. It's real good. They're really yeah, it's really tasty, great. right? Uh, you know, pork chops or a uh, nice beef bottom round or whatever." Yeah, Ooh. man, you're making me freaking hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's talk about something that I've doesn't. I've had some proper good. proper meat lately. Like I need some. I need a. I've had meat, but I want like. Proper meat, a really good like steak or ribeye or something. It's been yeah, ages, yeah. so how about that? That'd be all right. There you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so just to kind of wrap up on the the vaccine situation because this all stemmed from me why I didn't go to In and Out Burger. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, arm kind of sore if I like you know raise it up a little bit of soreness. Certainly, if I press on that spot, it's yeah. sore, but um, no other side effects. So that's good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have a daughter in the house that'll hit you in the arm by accident. So that's good. No, nor one that would hit me on purpose. Well, so I had one that hit me in the arm by accident. And uh, oh. she was just screwing around and went, ah, where? It hit me. And I went, ah, okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it was fun. Nice. She owns you now, basically. Well, <clears throat> like she can you, she can make you do whatever she wants. Yeah. My, my pride in her is not dipped, despite her accidental punching me in the arm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, good. We're both so Brian and I at the halfway point. We're gonna uh, we got a, a nice couple. Well, let's see, mine's on the ninth, and yours is on the very yours following be on the ninth, week. and then mine's a week and a half later on the eighteenth. So why are they different? Are, why? Well, I guess I should. We're asking yeah, each other, and those because the, the science. I mean, you it's know, the it's science. Uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Why does the Johnson the Johnson one only give you one dose? <laughs> tide comes in, tide goes out. You can't explain <laughs> can't that. Explain that with science. Yeah. Do we know what the uh, AstraZeneca one is uh, supposed to be? Oh, that's that funny got... you said that because I just was reading that um, this morning. I'll pull it right back up from my history. Here it is. April, April for the AstraZeneca vaccine. Company says it plans to apply for emergency use authorization next month, adding a potential fourth vaccine to the U.S. rollout. Uh, the back, that vaccine is a, a two-doser. Um, let's see. It is seventy-nine. It says seventy-nine percent effective against symptomatic COVID nineteen and one hundred percent effective against severe disease. Um, they don't say about two or one. I mean, these guys are already in parts of Europe, right? Like, mm-hmm. aren't they already mm-hmm. out there doing it? They have the coolest yes. name. If I'm, if you're asking me which AstraZeneca. name, yeah, it's a cool name, dude. Um, yeah, but it got held up for a little bit because of uh, some blood clots in like seven patients. Oh yeah, I was talking to Tom about this. He says that the the people who were part of the control that had no actual vaccine given to them, in, in other words, they were placebo, placebo patients. Group. They had more. They had more blood clots. So they're actually almost 100 percent sure that the blood clots are unrelated. 100% to the thing. Yeah. But because this yeah. is all happening during the phase of the testing, you have to, well, like, do stuff. But it looks they, like it's all bonker donkers. It's, like, not really happening. It's not really giving people Do they go blood. test the uh, the placebo to make sure that it's not the thing giving people blood clots? Like, uh, <laughs> That's a good point. We're using, uh, you know, <laughs> a special sugar pill mix of uh, Splenda Stevia and, uh, and cane sugar. Oh, here it is right here. As a part of the trial, more than 32,000 adult volunteers recruited across all ages received either two doses of the vaccine or a placebo vaccine at a four-week interval. 79% of trial participants were white, 22% Hispanic, 8% black, 4% Native American, and 4% Asian. 20% of the participants were 65 years or older, and approximately 60% had conditions linked with higher risk of severe symptoms, such as diabetes, severe obesity, or heart disease. Hmm. Uh Oh, they're just talking about the U.S. tests. Oh, I read all that for nothing. I thought it was going to lead to, and seven people got blood clots, but it didn't. Right, it right. didn't go there. Well, thanks a lot, website. The gotcha. piece of shit. I do know that uh, out here in Colorado, I think today the um, Dick's Sporting Goods Park, which is um, the soccer field out east, is now opening as a mass vaccination site. So if you get there early, it's kind of like what. Um, and Ashley did where you just got to show up early get in line you get a number if yep. you make it you make it and uh right and go for it i it don't was think it's like, like our, a, our setup had a had scheduling but it was it was a big open place like that like a big mm-hmm. stadium sizey sort of thing i think that's probably where you'll that's probably what's happening all around the country i would guess probably yeah. here's my question i thought dick's was out of business so you're telling me dick's sporting goods still exists because they closed down the two here and someone told me they were done like all oh, over really? the country, but I guess no, not. I, God, I know of two Dick Sporting Goods that are local here to me, but uh, are they closed? Because it's been a while since I've been to that area. I, I'm under the impression that they're still around. Chat room says they're all over the place. So yeah, I guess maybe just yeah. here. We didn't we didn't take here. It didn't stick. I don't oh, know. Oh, Sports happened. Authority is the one that shut down. Are you sure? Uh, I know Dick's left. Uh, we used to have a huge okay. one downtown, and I loved going there, and here's why. Because I'd go down there with Kim and the kids. Uh-huh. They were younger. Uh-huh. And we'd yeah. be riding around, and, and maybe Nick was young enough to even be in a stroller still, and we'd be walking around, and I'd go. <laughs> could just, I know what's coming. I know my, I know what's about to my happen. Wife said, my wife would say, uh, do you want to go anywhere? And I'll say, 
hey, while you go to whatever, Bed Bath and whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say it like this. I go, I'm going to go to Dick's. I'd say it like that. Loud. <laughs> I thought you'd say that like, it. oh, okay, well, you go to Bed Bath and Beyond, me and Nick are going to go look at Dick's. Yeah, I should have said, <laughs> I should have said that. But instead, I was like, yeah. I just made a big deal about the word and how if you say it loud, it's embarrassing. Emphasize dicks. Yeah. yeah. And then people around me would be like, oh, he's yelling dicks as loud as he can. <laughs> but I actually really liked it at dicks. It was a cool it was a cool place. And the building is yeah. now, somebody converted it in, into like a startup web company, app app company. It's oh, so really? cool like in a, there now. Like incubator oh. kind of thing? Yeah. And you should see it, dude. Because you know how those things, the multi-level big ones. Mm-hmm. are, you know, just tons of open air. Ceilings are a million things high. There's mm-hmm. like multiple levels with the stairs leading to it. That is the coolest space for like a big spread out office place. It totally is. Yeah. Oh, so rad. Big central open area. And yeah, with the the one up, uh, probably the closest one to me is up at Flatiron Crossing up north. And um, that's the layout up there. Like it's a two level deal with uh, an open central area mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, all the, the bicycling stuff up on the second level, which is where I go. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Well, when I go, I never bought anything there. And maybe that's part of the problem. It's like the Ultimate Universe electronics that's store. That's part of the problem, yes. You, <laughs> you, it's your look. fault that Dick's closed down in Utah. Yeah, I just go in there and go, oh, those are cool. I'll never buy that. Oh, that's awesome. I'm never buying that. Look at that kayak. Yeah. I'll never do that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I like going there. I just don't like spending any money. Oh, I hear the plumber. Hold on. Okay, so today... Uh, Ooh, they're fixing. Uh, well, our hot water, your, our, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> our hot water heaters are full of sediment, like oh. tons of it. They're, they need oh, to be geez, taken okay. out. So we have two of them, and the question was, do we replace the two hot water heaters, either with one giant one or two more normal ones, mm-hmm. or do we bite the bullet, spend the other extra six hundred bucks that it would cost me to just get the oh, what's it called, the tankless water heater system? Have you heard of this? Oh, Have yeah. you heard of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a smaller thing mounts on the wall. Yep. Or a can. Yeah. Way smaller than a typical. Uh, you know, I had the same I had the same decision to make as well. And I'm glad you brought this up because it was my sediments exactly. <laughs> ah, ah, I can't believe I didn't see us going there. All the signs were there. I saw that, like, the familiar um, landmarks. <laughs> but, but I didn't see the joke until I pulled up in the driveway. Nope, nope. Yeah, I... I that's amazing. Well done. Anyway, so uh, yeah. it's uh, it's no, a, those are great. Those tankless ones. Yeah, because it's in it's eternal. They just heat at, in real time. So you yeah, never. Yeah, and it's like just a super zigzaggy deal in there to keep the water against the heating element for as long as possible to get it heated up. Yeah. So we're doing it, and as much as I didn't want to spend the extra cash, we said, well, we got the stimulus thing. Let's just use that, and mm-hmm. so that's happening as we speak. So by the time the show's over today, yeah, I might have permanently hot water. Yeah, and I won't have to turn the shower on and then go do other stuff and then come back to see if it's warm yet. It'll be great. It'll be warm mm-hmm. immediately. Boom, boom. Anna Krakatow in the chat room says, "I have tankless. If you have soft hard water, you have to flush it every year. Soft water about every four years. So, so I, th- I think she just meant." If you have hard water, you have to flush it every year. Soft water about every four years. Yes. And we have the soft you now. Have soft water now. That's why we did in that order. Water. We did the soft first so that uh, then this could come in. Gotcha. And all of it make, gives me a headache because A, I don't understand how any of it works. And B, I don't like spending stuff money on stuff like this. I hate it. I hate it. Mm-hmm. 
and we've mm-hmm. and and Kim's like, look, I be, I put a little away all the time for house stuff. We have to. That's what you do as a homeowner. Things break, yeah. so you got to yeah. have a little something oh, yeah. tucked away in case the air conditioner flies off or does whatever. And so she's right. And once again, Kim is right. Okay, she I full credit to Kim, <laughs> but I still hate it. I still hate it. There's nothing you can do about me hating it. All right, I'm just going to hate it, and that's how it's going to be. <laughs> all right, just hate it. I'll tell you what I don't hate, and that is. Adding Brian Dunaway to the call, trying to give away some prizes. Mm-hmm. We're going to do all that now. Um, I get a little worked up there, so I'm not quite where I need to be. <laughs> but I'm getting there. Come on, come on back down, Scott. Come on back yeah, down. I'll come down now. Oh, and uh, the number 801-471-0462 is the one you're going to want to use for this. Uh, please do. It begins now. We're going to play Babel Royale with our old pal, Brian Dunaway, who is now one year older, one year wiser. That's right. Our Hello. slightly older pal. Yeah. How are you doing there, dude? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How oh, are you hi. guys doing today? We're good. Are you at work? I am. Yeah. Are they uh, uh, treating Are you at work? Yes. <laughs> are they treating you well Sweet. at work? Are they, uh, do they appreciate No, they're oh. not. Oh, okay. Great. Aww. I was really hoping so if they you were. could donate to my Patreon page, I can uh, finally <laughs> realize my dream of independence. Yeah. Are they recording this call for uh, for quality assurance? Is that I have you know? no, but you always ask me if I'm at work, and I'm sure that probably doesn't vote well. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here no, no matter I where take, you're I at. Take, I take my lunch break. Oh, I uh, got right. Yeah, I take a lunch break. Well, plus you're, what are you, two hours ahead of us, so it's like 11.30 mm-hmm. there. It's time to eat. Yeah, it's 11.30. I, just, I take my lunch break. They, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a secret or anything. It's time to eat, yo. I just, I just like making, I just like giving you a hard time, pal. Yeah, pal. Pal, pal of ours. Well, it's good to have you here. We're glad that your birthday went well, and uh, always fun to have Brian on. Did I say it went well? I don't know. Did you? Maybe you didn't. How was it? I don't it? think I did. Oh, but it did it. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to say, how poorly did your birthday go? Let's ask that question. All right. So I got everything I wanted. It was a beautiful day outside. Uh-huh. I got to walk. Yeah. But I didn't get the banana split I wanted. So oh, the whole day was man. the whole day was shit. Oh, the whole man. day was just shit yeah. there i said it that's a shit day right there <laughs> uh well happy birthday anyway because we we're glad you're here but i but i did get a banana split finally i went to dairy queen that's where i wanted it from <laughs> my uh my family was like ah he wants a banana split and i'm like i want from dairy queen ah, i have them at sonic oh shit mm. sonic <laughs> well, sonic, splits? Sonic. sonic sucks sonic yeah, they, really? they put they put a pile of ice cream in a cup and then they put like uh, uh they put uh, they put uh strawberry syrup on top and then some whipped cream and a cherry on top of that and then they handed me a second cup with uh with like chocolate syrup and then they cut up like five but they like cut up five pieces of bananas and they put it on one side and <sighs> then they said they didn't have walnuts how about peanuts it's like Okay, not my favorite, but all right. And then they didn't give me the peanuts. So Bastards. me and Sonic, we've got yeah. issues. No, that's that. <laughs> that is a defective banana split. They they really screwed you on the banana split. There. Right. Holy ice God. cream was delicious. The ingredients were uh, fine, fresh. Yeah, yeah. It's just not the right. Combination. I can't believe that hey, those were my birthday. I can't, I can't believe they have a single freaking fresh banana at Sonic. That blows my mind that they keep those. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really, like, legit surprised. This doesn't seem like something. Our Sonic, I would yeah. never go there and say, I'd like a piece of fresh fruit of any sort, please. There's no way. Well, I mean, it's it's probably the only piece of fresh fruit they have there. There's no reason for them to have a, 
a pear or an apple Look, or anything like I that. Realize, I realize I'm being a diva and a drama queen. I get it. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. all good. I, had I don't know. No, had a, had a great birthday. Because yeah. when you think banana split, you think three splorks <laughs> of soft right. serve ice cream, yep. a, yes. a banana split in half. That's yep. the, hence and, the name yep. on either side, and then uh, and, different and flavor served, toppings on each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. And served in one of those uh, those pea trays at the hospital. Yeah, yeah, a boat. a boat exactly, yeah, a, boat. a freaking yes. boat, a freaking boat. Sonic, and you get you get hot fudge on the middle one. You get pineapple on the other one. You get strawberry on the other one. And see, uh, this is why I love you guys and, and walnuts. <laughs> see, I love you guys because you guys are the only people that have listened to me. And actually, was has sympathy. Everybody else is just like, shut up. Oh no, I one hundred percent get that. I would, I wouldn't do it, but I'd be tempted to just take that and just throw it down on the ground. Would, and say, would, that would is it? A banana split. This is not. Yeah, and you know what you Sonic. Should do? You should put on roller skates right there no. in the Sonic parking lot. You yeah. should put no, on roll roller skates. Back away and... on your little roller skates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you should roll in there with yours. Like, have your own in the car. Roll up to the thing. This is bad. Splat. Good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day, and then you roll away on your roll. On your oh, wow. All right, well, we thank have you a, guys. I appreciate that. We have, have a uh, we have a listener who's been waiting very patiently. Let's find out who it is. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Logan uh, Dreadnecks from the Tadpole. Well, hello, Logan. It's good, to, good to hear from you. Uh, thank you for being so patient, hanging on the line there while we talked about ice cream for a while. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so far, cottage pie, shepherd's pie, and ice cream. Uh, yeah. This is the. It's like a buffet, a really bad buffet. The morning binge is yeah, what the, mor- this is. the morning binge. All right, uh, we've done it. Let's uh, now uh, introduce what's happening. Uh, Brian, will you tell Logan what he could win and how we're going to play this game today? Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the one will go to the other player. Logan, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a couple games courtesy of Matthew Bach. Thanks, Matthew Bach, for sending these codes in. Shopkeep 2 and Capitalism 2. Oh, those are both pretty good. Like, uh, (laughs) boy, you're going to just see the, um, the, the... the retail system at work with both of these games. Yeah, what's cool is one is like Middle Ages sort of magical time, and then the other one is more of a modern take, but they both are focused on sort of the economic management of your shop and or uh, big company. It's very; Those are both actually great games. Learn about greed in in multiple eras with today's prizes. That's right. Um, They need a topic, though, and this one comes to us from Kirk Reinholdt, uh, a.k.a. Centrifuge in the uh, chat. Uh, since the introduction of the WWWF championship. Many, wait, I think you I think I, too many W's in there. Do it again. Three, three W's and an F. The WWWF championship back in 1963. There have been 64 men officially recognized as having held one of the top belts in WWE, WWF, or WWWF. I didn't even know there was three W's. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I mean, there is still a WWF, but there's also a WWWF. Is that still a right. thing now? Because the world light. Uh, oh, what are you Googling, Scott? No, looking up it, to see no, if no, it's no, a no. thing? No, I was going to play this. This guy here. Oh, 
Okay. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw your. I was looking like you're, there's still a WWF. It looked like you were typing. So that's no, why I was like, was wait like, a minute, I, you. I, you I just got to hear that guy one more time in my life. That's all. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so these belts are the WWE Championship, the World Heavyweight Championship, and the WWE Universal Championship, or any of their variants, depending on whatever the storyline is at the time. Right. How <laughs> many of those? Hey, wait, are you are you implying these are story driven? I think that's what he's doing. Yeah, I think that's what he's Uh, doing. No, I mean, I mean these real events that are not fictional or staged in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) All Uh, right, how many of these bona fide real winners (laughs) (laughs) uh, can you name? Sixty-four WWE champions. Now, um, you guys both know more about wrestling than I do. Oh, I know Uh, barely anything, but. Maybe more, oh, maybe slightly maybe. more than you. But you guys didn't turn off the TV Saturday mornings after yeah. the last cartoon ended, <laughs> and you guys kept watching whatever whatever wrestling thing came on as soon uh, as soon as that last cartoon ended on Saturday morning. So yeah, fair enough, I feel right. like you guys will be better at this. However, I will I will put in a mulligan um, mm. in play. Do we get to wrestle for it? Not, not the, <laughs> is it the Off same? The rope. So this is the so same get, same rules apply where we get the natural mulligan if we get our first answer wrong, but then right. we get another first answer one? mulligan always applies, and then you guys get a bonus mulligan. Okay. Um, uh, Kirk actually suggested I do strikes. Oh, um, yeah, nice. Hey, you know the, uh, the acronym for bonus mulligan is BM. We get a, we get a BM. <laughs> That's exciting. Like All right. That. So dreadnecks. Now that you've heard the topic. And uh, their their relative uh, experience with said topic. Uh, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win? Uh, Scott is not inspiring me with confidence, saying that he knows very little about wrestling. So I I'm going to go with Brian Dunaway on this one. Hundred okay. percent. You let me start. Okay, hundred percent the right move. By the way, Dreadnecks, you're not <laughs> you're not wrong to feel that way. I shouldn't inspire any confidence in this t- topic. All right, so no, I'm first here. Um, you are uh, first. Okay, uh, <clears throat> let's do. Uh, well, I'm sure at some point Hulk Hogan held the held the title. Uh, yeah. Indeed, he did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, indeed, a WWE champion. All right, Brian. <laughs> it's like you really had to search for that ding. <laughs> I had to find the right page. I found it. <laughs> Hold on for it. Hold on. I'm going to go with woo, Ric Flair. <laughs> Ric Flair. Uh, yes, Ric Flair, right there. Is that something uh, uh, Ric Flair did? He went, whoo! That's something he does. Woo! Yes. I don't know that Ric Flair does that. Uh, for some reason, I can see Ric Flair doing that and then walking around with the belt on his shoulder and doing the, the strut, mm. you know, the cocky thing. So that's that's that was a given in my head anyway. Gotcha. All right. Um, I'll stick with the, the names I know. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson perhaps had, had oh, it? Oh, yeah. Let's say that. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, absolutely. Okay. WWE champion. Champion. All right. Go ahead, Dunaway. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... I don't think that word means what you think it means. Andre the Giant. It's inconceivable, but yes, he is on the list. Oh, yeah, I should know that. I watched that documentary. here for your soul. (laughs) You guys should watch that documentary if you haven't about him. It's very good. The one on HBO. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot the name, but I loved it. Um, I don't even really care about wrestling, but I liked it. Uh, Let's go with... uh, 
Uh, these are just the ones I know that are just wrestlers, so I don't know if they won. Go with one uh, you know. Go with who, go with who you know. Uh, Steve yeah, Austin, the, the the Steve Austin guy. Austin. He's Austin. coming to get you. What was his phrase? I'm I'm coming to get you. Nope. I'm coming to get you. Coming to get you. Yeah. What was his nickname, Scott? Uh, it wasn't Stone just Steve Austin. Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's baby. why it took me a second because he wasn't he wasn't really? under Austin and he wasn't under Steve, but he is under Stone Cold oh, Steve Austin. Okay. All right. That's sad. Sweet. I had no idea if he won anything. I just knew he was cool. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm naming everyone who's in movies, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed this yet, but <laughs> this is how little I know. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, I think I remember this right. I think I'm, I'm going to do it early because I think I remembered this right. But if not, I get the mulligan. Big show. The big show. I think big he. Show. Yeah. Did he I have think a name? he took it from. Stone Cold, didn't he? What I remember was, correctly. Was st- Are you asking me? You're asking, asking Scott? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're asking us, no idea, dude. If you're asking us, then Logan has already won. I'm going on my memories, <laughs> which are not the greatest. No. Big show, absolutely, WWE uh, champ- champion. Um, did he have a real name? Or does it say there? No, his real name was Big Show, Scott. Okay. No, I mean... Yeah, his name was Big Show. It was on, his, it was on the big name, but Did we know him like as so-and-so, Big Show, so-and-so? Or, or? Oh, no, huh? No, he okay. just... Uh, Paul Paul White is his, uh, oh, is his real White. name. That's yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you would definitely change your name if it was Paul White. I don't even think I knew that. Mm-hmm. Definitely Big Show, then. Um, uh, just again, here here we are with the names I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker. the Undertaker. Oh, that's a good one. Also, not his real name, and yes, what? he is a WWE champion. <laughs> he wasn't like I find Under, that hard to believe. Undertaker or something like that, and they just which, slightly which part did you find uh, hard to believe that uh, <laughs> that wasn't his real name? Yeah, I think. Really <laughs> Mark, Mark Calloway, really... by the way, is his. Uh, oh, that's name. boring. Just that really... sucks all the life out of the Undertaker part of it. And in his birthday, uh, two days uh, oh. is his birthday. He'll be fifty-six. All right. Ooh, that means he's close to death. Those guys yeah, don't live very Ever closer to being needing an undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It always makes me sad right. how how short lives are for those guys. It's no good. Oh, yeah. Eat each other up. Anyway. I'm gonna go, go I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with a man who ruled the nineties and when I was starting to peter off from the uh wrestling scene, Triple H. Triple H, H H H, as some people call him. Loved him or hate him? Uh, yes, Triple H, absolutely. On there is his. Uh, now I've got to look that up. Is I'm assuming that his name Hank, Hank right? Exactly. <laughs> basically, Hambone. Oh, yeah. Triple H's real name. You ready? Paul Michael Levesque. <laughs> like I said, there's a reason why wrestlers have names. There's a single H in his name in the Man. middle of Michael, and that's it. I was really hoping for a Triple H name. I was too, right? right? Henry. Herbert Humphrey Hoover. Or yeah, something like that. <laughs> or Hank Hill, but with something in the middle with an H. All right, um, let's go with... Uh, I don't know if he ever won, though. Uh, the if you iron, know a the name, iron just Sheik. use it. Let's do the Iron Sheik. Oh, the Iron Sheik. Oh, that's the, old school. I forgot the, about that. Iron Sheik. Uh, he paid the iron price, and he did get the WWE belt. Oh, nice! Okay. What year did he win that one? Who knows, dude? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any list. idea. He it's was in not that documentary. On your list? No, my list is a list. It's uh... fine. John Cena. Good lord! Oh shit! John Cena. Gosh dang it! Uh, Absolutely. Yep. 
been on the tip of my. Oh, I got one. Um, uh, the uh, uh, snap into a slim jim. Um, snap into a slim jim. Uh, oh yeah. Hold on. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Savage. 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 What's his name? Savage. What's his name? Savage. Uh, yeah, Rick uh, the Savage. Mm-hmm. Oh, duh. What's his first? <laughs> Ran- uh, we work with a Randy. Randy Savage. Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, that's right. Macho, Macho man, man, Randy Savage. There you go. Yep, absolutely. Uh, WWE. <laughs> I was thinking Ron or some other R name. I couldn't think of Randy. <laughs> I thought you were confusing him with Randy Orton, but Is that your that's answer? my answer then. That's yeah. your answer? Randy Orton? Yeah. What kind of name is Randy Orton? It, he didn't. He didn't pick a new one. All right. I my uh, my friend has been pulling me back into wrestling, and he's also been making me watch uh, um, the, the uh, Robot Wars. Oh, the, uh, Robot Wars is cool, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Brian, uh, our guest today, Bill Duran, would tell you that you're right to be watching. I've been watching that. a lot of bad TV lately. I just is, realized is that. Watching... By, the way, by the way, Randy Orton is on the list. I was just oh, kind good. of uh, good. Uh, building up the okay. suspense. But is Robot Wars one of these things where people build robots and they battle in a cage yes. kind of thing? Yes. No. Yes. No. Isn't it? <laughs> Of course it is. Oh. It's in the title. <laughs> well, no, but there could easily listen. There was a Dino Wars cartoon. I didn't think people right, 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 right. Dinos and dinosaurs that had the Dino uh, Wars. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, about, I thought it could be like an animated, you know, Transformers Go Botsy kind of thing. I'm pretty right. sure it's the one Bill recommended to us directly a couple of times. Yeah, I think you did. Or Battle. What is it? Battle, Battle Bots, Bots is, is the one, one that I that I've watched and I know about. Yeah, that might so, be yeah, what I'm thinking of. And yeah. We've also been watching that. This on YouTube. All that stuff's cool, man. Stuff. Everything about robots fighting is. My cool. friend has been such a huge influence to me lately with watching trash TV. Yeah. I've been I've been going backwards on South Park. I mean, which is not always trash TV, but if you go back to the 2006s, which is where I'm at, yeah, you know, you might be. That's all right. You might, be in, fine you might be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you might be in fine. trouble. Look, uh, we all need friends like that. I'm just sad to hear that we are not your favorite friends that lead you into trash situations. I, I didn't say you were my favorite friend. I've been following you guys around for how long we've been doing the film sack. Long we've time. Been, we've been we've yeah. been sharing crap for years. Five hundred plus episodes. <laughs> yeah, two thousand nine. October of birthday comes up, you start feeling nostalgic, dude. You and I were yeah. still doing TMS when film sack started that month. Think of that. You mean mm-hmm. uh, ELR? ELR, I meant. That's what I meant. ELR, ELR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TMS yeah. is still three I years know. away <laughs> from that point. <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, who went last? I don't even know. Uh, I, I went last with Randy. Randy, Orton. Oh, Randy, Randy Orton. Oh, sh- don't say the word. Well, no, he oh, got. Okay. I, I heard yeah, it. you totally stole that one from Scott. Randy Orton was totally on the tip of Scott's tongue. Yeah, I was ready to roll. Well, it Randy wasn't Orton. until he said Randy Savage. I was like, oh crap, it's not the only Randy, is it? <laughs> um. All right, who's the one that chewed gum? Uh, the one that chewed gum. Yeah, in the in the scanner face movie with the uh, scanner I'm, I'm face. All out of the gum. sad thing is, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's uh, the worst part of this whole thing. I thought I heard he was all out of chewing gum. Yeah, I'm all out of gum. Yeah, he had to kick some butt. Yeah, I'm all out of gum. Longest fight scene I'd ever seen up until that point. I think there's one longer than that now. Him and Keith David, right? Mm-hmm. Keith David, yeah. Keith David's so great. Mm-hmm. And a 25-minute uh, fight scene in an alley. Um, what if I only know the last name of a of a guy? Is that enough? Uh, or no, I don't know because I didn't give you uh, I didn't give you Savage until you got Randy. Oh, no, that's true. Plus, you still got a freaking uh, Mulligan. You I mean, mulligan. all right. 
I know there are a couple of there are a couple of hearts in the in the deal. I don't know if they're supposed to be related or what their deal is, but I just know there's like a hearts, and I want to say H A R T. One of them is shorts. <laughs> Messing me up. Hold on, heart. <laughs> Brett Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Short. Bret- Good. You chose the right one. Yes, Bret Hart. Absolutely. Oh. Shark. Bright Bart. Uh huh. Very good. Bright Bart. Boot a judge. Shark. Boot edge edge. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Dunaway. Well, since I just reminded myself, I still do have a mulligan. I'm going to go ahead and try out uh, uh, um, goatee wearing, dark goatee wearing uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He came back, and I think he stole the belt for a time. Yeah, but does that if count if it's the same? It's still Terry Bellucci or whatever his name is, right? Does that count? Well, Brian will have to tell uh, us because it's kind it, of an alternate. It, isn't he just? It a, does not count. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Oh, you, once you win the belt as whoever you are, you get the belt. So Hollywood Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, not listed here. Is a, no, that's a total alternate personality. It's yeah, an alternate I mean, it's not personality, the same, guy. same person, right? Yeah, same dude. So are you are you saying this? Are you saying wrestling's real? <laughs> it's real to me. <laughs> it's real to me. Damn it. Uh, so you're saying wrestling's real? No, yeah, no, I'm, no. Saying, I'm saying, saying it's well, not real. Well, which is it? That okay, so then he's playing the character. character. Only one once, or only one. <laughs> so then it is real. <laughs> how is what, that possible? What does Israel like, how have are to you, do with this? How are you arguing that uh, that the one is? Uh, well, well you're, so you're saying? Hold on, hold on. You're saying they're 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 uh, the the characters that they play. Are the individuals I mean, not the one guy doing the characters? right? I mean, what do you think? Right. You think that, that Nimoy, the you think Leonard Nimoy played both parts in Star Trek? <laughs> both parts. Is that oh, what you think? Yeah, we do think yeah, that. So yeah. If I if I agreed that, they, that the two characters won different times, <laughs> then I'd be arguing that it's real. Yeah, the but other by guy me was saying what, like Sean the one Nimoy, dude who played both Hulk Hogan and Hollywood Hogan. Fine, yeah. fine. Vince, Vince McMahon once took the belt back for himself. He absolutely did. Vince right. here on the list. I would have never gotten that. Never gotten that. I didn't know. And you used up your mulligan for that whole business. Why? Why waste yeah, it? Yeah, what a waste uh, of mulligan. Because I wanted right. to prove wrestling was real. Okay. And how'd that go for you? Well, it's still I, real I to feel, him, damn it. I feel good about it. I feel um, good. <clears throat> let's see then. They had other stunt things like that where somebody would come in and get the title it wasn't even a wrestler but they were like famous for other stuff yeah i'm, I'm down to stunts by the way if you didn't notice are you <laughs> oh you're down to the people who uh didn't take wrestling seriously <laughs> that's right <laughs> um mark maron's gonna be my next answer <laughs> oh i'm Ooh, we're hitting the skids here all of a sudden uh oh man Hold on. Still so many names on this list that I'm surprised. uh... I just got to think of who I can see. Who can I see? Who punched what's his name on 2020? (laughs) Who punched that at all? Who punched what is this? John Geraldo? No, it was John Stossel. He got punched by. um, Oh, he did. That's right. They were doing Is Wrestling Real? It was. Honestly, it was terrible journalism. It was a piece of shit coverage. We all all thought 2020 was on the up and up. That wrestling episode. it was the beginning of what we do up. now. It was the beginning of what we do now with with news. It's garbage. It's garbage. So you're saying that wrestling's not real? I'm saying. Oh, you know what? I just saw that. Uh, um, oh, 
Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Couture. Uh, Ra- is that another Randy? Couture? Yeah. Randy Couture? Uh, or is he a UFC guy? <laughs> I don't know what he is. Some, some Rand, Say that Randy one. Couture. Randy Couture. Say that one so we can yeah. move on. He absolutely is a, uh, a, a UFC guy and not a wrestler. Oh, he's not? Oh. The- Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come Ryan. up with another answer, Scott. He's playing with our hearts here. Um, oh, uh, I don't know if he took the thing, but I uh, there uh, um, he was in trouble uh, because I saw the Bulls documentary. Uh, uh Painted his hair all the time. Wackadoo. North Korea loves him. Painted his hair all the time. Uh, I know exactly uh, who you're going to say. Dennis Rodman is who I'm thinking There of. you go. Oh, did he win the belt out of that win? He did weird? not. This game is oh, good. Damn it! <laughs> I was about to say. Oh, are you guys ready to kick yourselves? Yeah. I have one real. Oh, okay. I what's have, your one left? Yes. I have Mankind, and I couldn't think of anything Yeah, else. Mankind is Mankind is on the list, so you did have a... You did have a, a, a backup. Uh, AJ Styles, Alberto Del Rio, Batista. Oh, oh Dave Batista. Batista. I thought we did Batista. Oh, Nobody said it. Batista. Uh, superstar Billy Graham, Bob Beckland, uh, Bobby Lashley, Booker T, a.k.a. King Booker, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. Brock Lesnar, Bruno Sammartino, Buddy Rogers, Chris Benoit, Chris no, Jericho, and the funny Jericho. Uh, Christian, CM Punk. CM Punk! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't believe it. Daniel Bryan, Dean Ambrose, Diesel, a.k.a. Kevin Nash. Oh, Kevin Nash. Dolph Ziggler, uh, Drew McIntyre, Eddie Guerrero, Edge, Finn Balor, Goldberg. Goldberg? Goldberg. Who even appears on the Goldbergs as Goldberg. Yeah, cripes. Yeah. The great Kali. Oh, actually, I don't think he, he, he's a coach. He's not. He's not Goldberg. Uh, Ivan Koloff, Jack Swagger, Jeff Hardy, Jinder Mahal, John Bradshaw, Layfield, Kane, 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 Kane. We didn't do it. I don't know Kane. Uh, Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, The Miz, who has uh, got his career started on the Real World. <laughs> yeah, this is after me. Is this that true? Pedro Morales, Ray Mysterio, Rob Van no. Darn, Rob Van Dam. Watching. Wasn't watching during this time. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns, who uh, you know uh, has the, the 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 sledgehammer or whatever. Sergeant Slaughter, Seth oh, Rollins, Slaughter. Shawn Michaels, Sheamus, Stan Stasiak, Psycho Sid, The Ultimate Warrior, and Yokozuna. Oh, Yokozuna! I love Yokozuna. Okay, what happened to uh, uh, the guy that ran for governor? The governor of uh, of Minnesota. He never predator a belt. Yeah, he never got a belt. He never got yeah, a belt. Got a okay. Belt. okay, all right. And um, when they had Trump, that stunt Trump thing, never, they didn't give Trump anything, right? He just showed up. Jesse Ventura never got a belt. Okay, no. All right. He's well, like that's... Leonardo DiCaprio of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm Jesse Ventura, yeah. and I never got a belt. I never got a belt. I was never able to win. It was a conspiracy at the highest levels of government. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, that means, it. listen, this is what this means. What it means is you win. Uh, I don't, but you do. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well done, Logan. You've won, and that means you walk away with a handful of prizes. Uh, you got to email Brian Coverville at gmail.com to get those codes, but uh, you're the winner. How do you feel? 
Uh, I was really worried when Brian Dunaway didn't realize that Hulk Hogan and Hollywood Hogan are, are the same person. Uh, but you pulled it out in the end, so I owe you one banana split. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. very good. Yeah, I hear they're really good at Sonic. You should get them at Sonic. Yeah. Fantastic over there. Uh, congratulations and well done, Brian. I th- I still think you uh, you, you the, the Hollywood Hulk Hogan was the equivalent of me walking out and strutting around the ring. No it really was. Yeah, uh, it was the it was the breakaway uh, folding chair is what that was. Add a little add a, bring a little tension to the storyline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was one of my favorite ones we've done. That was really fun. Anytime you can bring me some trash TV trivia, mm-hmm. bring it. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> hey, who wait? Who was the who provided today's topic again? Oh, Kirk Reinhold. Oh, very nice, Kirk. Well, good job. That was a good pick. Yeah. Um, if you have your own ideas about what we could do, you can find links on the site where you can send us ideas and uh, mm-hmm. let yeah. Brian send know. us some questions about uh, soap operas during the uh, during the late 80s oh um, it's only yeah, it's days nice. of our lives is all you watched what else was there Were there, yeah, right. there was nothing else yeah Bo. the answer is <laughs> Bo and uh kiriakis victor kiriakis oh well, that's right jennifer aniston's dad yes how do we know those yeah. names my gosh we suck all right hey dunaway <laughs> good job Patch, uh, kayla yeah that's right tomorrow don't you forget tomorrow uh, we got a big deal going uh we got the boop show and we got games to talk about and I'm pretty sure you talked me into buying your game. So nice job. Yeah. Yeah. King Arthur Knight's Tale. It is it's early, early, early access, but so far it is freaking amazing. Yeah. We'll talk more about it. We're talking night. like uh, a Middle Ages with magic, supernatural business uh, version of kind of an XCOM sort of dark based thing. Yeah. Very dark excited. fantasy set in the Arthurian period. Yeah, is is uh, yeah. It's, it's I hate the name because it reminds me of the Heath Ledger movie. And like, Absolutely why? Why they call it a Knight's Tale? Give me a freaking break. But anyway, that's yeah. fine. Uh, so we'll check that out. And plus, whatever I've decided to play, I'm still sort of on the fence. I got to figure it out today. But uh, that'll be tomorrow at three thirty Mountain Time, right here at FrogPants.tv, and of course on the podcast. Brian Dunaway, have a great day. We'll see you later. You. you. <laughs> about calliope and hugh remember uh q oh when he time traveled on days of our lives yes that's where i first saw him and so when he showed up in star trek i it took a while for me to get past it like yeah. i remember going oh this of, is hard uh, and then it was hard again when he was the creepy doctor in the hand that rocks the cradle and he was uh, mm-hmm, putting fingers mm-hmm. where they don't belong. And I remember going, <laughs> practicing little yeah, home gynecology. Yeah, yes. I remember going, uh oh, well, Q, now I have to think of you in a whole different way. And then I shook his hand at a convention and he wouldn't give me his portrait because I was a dollar short. And now I think of him in a whole different way. And he had space right, hands, trusty space, space, space hands. hands. Yep. Gosh, dang it. What a weird. Yeah, but then uh, Calliope was uh, uh, Harley Quinn, the voice of Harley Quinn for uh, the longest time on the. I didn't know that. Um, on the Batman, yeah, that's cool. The Batman animated series, mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, I found something yesterday that I, that uh, I noticed about myself when I read uh, comics with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. I hear the dialogue in yeah. what's his name's voice. Um, his brain, his name just left. Yes, me. Uh, yes, I know exactly what you're talking. The guy about, everyone uh, loves. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll bring the chat back up. Uh, you guys will know. Uh, not Bale. Gosh dang it, no. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> Christian Bale. I, yeah, I don't hear it in Christian Bale's. Hey, you guys, I freaking need to go find some. I hear Adam West. What are, what are we going to do about this terrible affliction in Gotham? <laughs> or whoever did it in the Super Friends. It was a while before I could stop hearing that. <laughs> hey, Robin. Hey, hey Robin. Robin. Hey. Let's get in the Batmobile, Robin. He was way too excited. 
back yeah. then. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for now. We're going to take a break. Um, and when we come back, we'll have some time with, uh, with uh, Bill and things like that. Yeah. And I may share one news story today with people after that uh, about people sitting on toilets backwards. We'll get to that. I saw that, yes. That'll great. be fun. And uh, I also want to do a little, Brian and I are going to do a little spoiler talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier today. Woohoo! Mm. Yeah. Mm. So stick around for that. All coming up after this song break. Brian? Yeah, let's go to Philadelphia, to the indie rock scene out there. Tom Lugo's uh, dark, heartfelt, edgy songs and productions are uh, something that's put him on the map, not just for his own band, but also as uh, head of the label, the independent record label, Politico, I'm sorry, Patetico Recordings. Um, He's also been behind the Pop Noise Festival back there and and worked uh, behind the scenes on um, other indie rock projects like Stellar Scope, Mayu, and um, Cielo Oceano. Uh, this is from the brand new album by his uh, his band Panophonic. It's an album called Awakening. Here is the song uh, Unhinge featuring Danny Mari on vocals. Damn, you're lucky you got caught. If you were still up there, you'd be toast. <laughs> we're doing Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Morning stream. My bum hole hurts. And we're back, everybody. It's a really great moment in Brian's history. <laughs> you could just smell the Jameson. Yep. Uh, you could just smell the whiskey from that belch still yep. in the in the studio here. I got to yep. air this this thing out. You guys missed out. Well, I guess you heard it because we put it out on the main feed. But on the Brian, main feed, uh, yeah, that's yeah. the episode that goes yeah. out on the main feed. Thanks. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, he did this amazing burp. We're doing Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> So good. It's so good. I've had so many accidental burps on the show. Nothing compared to that. Nothing. No, that was, Not even that close. Came from, that came from so far down. I mean, that was like uh, Al Capone's vault is where that one got dredged up from. Yep. And it wasn't. It wasn't. It was going to stop for nobody. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It That's was right. not yes. going to hold. That's back. right. Nothing's going to stand in the way of that one. All right. Well, it's Bill Duran time, and we got a cool question for him today that I think may apply to all sorts of makers out there, not just um, not just people doing stuff like he does, but like if you're a digital artist or a traditional artist or somebody who likes to go to conventions and have a booth or whatever, all kinds of cool stuff like that answered in today's question. But before we do that, we play this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. And then we welcome Bill Duran to the show all the way from punishprops.com up somewhere in the Seattle area. Welcome, Bill. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. Good morning. That's fantastic to hear. Uh, he, uh, uh, I was thinking of you yesterday. Why? Oh, oh and I already moved it. Um, I was Cat impressing woman? some. No, I was impressing the. So this plumber dude came to get some estimate stuff before he could do the work today, and I showed him the Mass Effect gun you made. Ooh. This dude lost it because he's a huge Mass Effect fan. <laughs> oh, cool! Yeah, so I'm keeping it very safe now, and this room is locked because I don't want the plumber <laughs> coming in here. Uh, so nice job on that. And um, we were talking about the new remaster coming out, and he was just getting all giddy about it, and he couldn't believe I had this replica. And I'm like, well, you should see this other stuff this guy makes. He's like. That's my old work, right? Yeah. So this is like phase one or two of Bill. Mm -hmm. Now we're in like Mm -hmm. phase 
50 and uh <laughs> he i told him to go check your site out he says he would so you might have a new a new viewer as of today oh fabulous yeah we'll yeah. see how that goes but today we answer a user question a listener question not a user you're not users you're listeners <laughs> users yeah you user uh this is from somebody named sandarini which is a great I don't name. practice Sandorini. No. <laughs> Why did I know that was coming? Do you have a crystal ball? <laughs> I ain't practice Sandorini. I ain't got a crystal ball. Yeah. Something, anyway, something, let's something. Let's get to this. I don't know the rest of it. He says, I'll hey. i the whole damn song. He asked this question. And again, I think this is really, uh, I don't know, a cool question for almost anybody making anything. Okay. Uh, even podcasters, I think this is a good question for, but we're going to. We're going to hit it. Here it goes. Hi, Bill. Should makers or creators ever be worried about making props or replicas that uh, and having the companies that own those IPs come after them legally? How has that been for you? Very curious. Thanks, Sandorini. So it's a really good question. When you make a Skyrim sword, you make, a, I don't know, that replica pistol from, um, from Mass Effect. It's like, where are we now with that stuff? There was a day, and it was a while ago, but in the early 2000s, if you started putting up fan art on the online, you'd get cease and desist. People would kind mm-hmm. of freak out because they didn't know quite what this new world was. And I sort of, for myself anyway, was uh, famously got served by Marvel once for drawing fat heroes. And uh, I made a fat, or no, it was DC. I made a fat Batman and a fat Wonder Woman. And they got they said, please, you know, cease and desist, our lawyers, this and that. And it was a scary moment and I had to pull them down. Uh, these days, they don't care. Like, you can make fan art all day. People sell fan art. People sell replicas. People have Etsy stores that are dedicated to Baby Yodas or whatever. Or whatever. Um, I suppose there's probably some limit if somebody on Etsy started selling a billion Baby Yoda plushies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is Disney would swoop in and say, huh, we probably could do that business, so you oh, stop doing that. Or, to stop that. <laughs> right? <laughs> That uh, they do. They send they send that goofy. They send goofy. Right. Yeah. So for you and and these replicas and like I mentioned those other examples, how how big of a of an issue has that been, or is it an issue at all? Right. So a couple things right off the bat. Uh, yes, this would totally. This is a big thing in the prop uh, making and collecting and buying community. Um, it applies to anyone who makes creative artwork that leverages someone else's IP in any way, mm-hmm. uh, but also. What I want to talk about is not considered legal advice. <laughs> I'm so not a lawyer. If you're, if you're dabbling with this sort of thing as part of your business, then that's your choice. And if you have serious questions about it, you should talk to a legal professional. Right. Uh, however, I did do a video about this. So if you really want to go in-depth, go to YouTube and look up Punished Props Copyright uh, for more of an in-depth look. But uh, until then, uh, here's some advice. Uh, first... Again, not legal advice. Second, <laughs> if you're making a one-off of something, yeah. so let's say, um, Scott, let's say I commissioned you to, to draw a, uh, a really cool painting of, um, of Batman, of the Christian Bale Batman that yes. you were impersonating. Sure. Um, first, there's not a whole lot that DC can do to stop that, right? Mm-hmm. I send you uh, the, what, handful of uh, dollars it would cost. Uh, you send me the art. Uh, no one, there's no middleman. No one can stop us, right? Right. And they, they don't, they don't need to try and stop that. They're not too worried about. No, that. this is behind the scenes transaction between you and I. I mean, yeah. It sounds not to sound clandestine, but it's basically an under the table deal where you know we didn't. Right. We're not doing this publicly. We're just making a thing for each other or whatever. Yeah. 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 So if that's what you're up to, eh, don't worry about it. Yeah. 
if you made a mold of something or if you're selling let's say you know a series of 500 prints of your batman <laughs> uh then you could get into trouble uh if you don't have a license i should i gotta point out it is possible to get licenses for these things but if you don't have licenses you should be more concerned and I, i'm avoiding saying you're doing the right or wrong thing or legal or illegal thing it's really more of a range of risk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the worst that can happen let's say um let's say i made my mass effect guns and i started selling them and i did i used to sell castings of my mass effect guns mm-hmm. worst thing can happen usually company sends you a cease and desist letter they're like yo cut it out and that that should be where it ends yeah, i recommend you, it that happens cease and desist at that point usually yeah. yeah it's just a letter saying we noticed that you're doing this we're not a fan and since we own the ip <laughs> we're telling you to cut it out if that happens to you, just comply. That's it. Simply comply. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Take your listings mm-hmm. down. Continuing to sell those items and getting caught again, that's when your legal trouble starts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When when they know you know you shouldn't be doing it and you still do it anyway, that's when they're like, all right, well, we're going to see about getting the cut of all the sales that you've made so far. That's when suddenly you owe them money. Mm-hmm. And they don't know if you have the money. They don't know how much money you've made. They just know that they have an amount of money that they'd like to get from you. <laughs> and yeah. you don't want to be in that position. Yeah, as Fat so you get Tony. A T&D, yeah. Cut it out. As Fat Tony once told Homer, we just want the monies, Homer. So <laughs> just want the money. Yeah. My wife keeps asking me, where's the, the monies? Where now, are the monies? <laughs> I've never been C and D, but I have friends who have. Yeah. Uh and uh the risk there is that you spent a long time making that artwork, right? And now you can't sell it. Yeah. So yeah. the time put into it is a total wash. I have a friend who spent a good month making a Star-Lord helmet, and it looked gorgeous. And he put it up on Etsy, and three days later, he got a letter from Disney saying, nope, <laughs> can't sell it. So that month of work was a wash, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I got a copy of the helmet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you got him. to make your but own. Could, yeah, I get you. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Like... Um, the risk there is a huge waste of time. And if this is what you're doing for a living, you can't afford to just blow a whole month like that. So that's that's what you need to keep in mind if you're gauging how risky you want to be. Well, plus you're doing a thing, specifically you are doing a thing that's a little bit different than that now. You make content about you making content. In other words, yeah, you can make a sword from a fam- famous video game or a famous movie or whatever. And regardless of the who owns the IP or whatever, there's nothing, there is nothing wrong with you making your own replica of it. What you're doing is leveraging content around the making of it. Right. That mm-hmm. then is, uh, you know, can be, a, can be a part of your business. So that's different. That's one of the key differences, right? Like, it's not like you're selling these swords. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. Selling content Teaching around making how to the make, sword. How to make a, a prop of something or a replica of something that they like. Which seems yeah. like it'd be a lot safer to do. It, it's safe. It's safer. Exactly. It's safer. It's not a. It's not a guaranteed thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never. No one's asked me to stop. In fact, many companies have paid me to make something from their game. So uh, th- that seems to work out for me. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I don't sell replicas anymore. Um, I could pursue a license, and there are a couple of companies I'm close enough with that I, I could do that. Uh, but I don't want to. I like selling books. Mm-hmm. Big fan of selling books instead of props. Mm-hmm. Uh, I completely own the copyright on my books. They're my books. I wrote them. Right. Uh, and I don't have to deal with or worry about any of that. 
Right. Um, that's not to say that selling props is a bad idea or you can't make a business that way. I've just decided to take a different route. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my uh, entire point that you, you know, you can go that route if you want to. Um, like today, I would never get a cease and desist from DC saying, don't draw these fat heroes. They wouldn't do it mm-hmm. today. Why? Because back then I wasn't even selling them. That wasn't even the point. The point was just, hey, I drew some stuff. Check this out. I put it up on the web and then they freaked out. That's back when they didn't. No one understood the Internet, least of which big corporations with guys in suits. They didn't understand. Mm-hmm. So to them, it was like, oh, my gosh, people are putting drawings of our stuff. That's only supposed to be in our comic books. I don't understand. That's right. Exactly. I wasn't only, making we, a dime from it. We were supposed it. to be able to do heroes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, you might say, well, you gain notoriety from it or you gain new followers from it or whatever. You can get really into the nitty gritty about what you gain or don't gain by creating art around that type of stuff. But these days, it's flipped. They all, for the most part, not all of them. Nintendo's still notoriously bad, but most companies in gaming and pop culture of any sort, the comic book companies, they know that when this stuff happens around the community, it does nothing but boister their brands. It helps them to have this kind of excitement and this level of creativity around the stuff that is their brand because people still know that, yeah, I can laugh at Scott's Fat Heroes, but I'm going to read the comics over here on DC's app and buy it. Like they're going to spend mm-hmm. money yeah, yeah. there. This is just all stuff that helps boister it around it. So it's really good that those changes have happened, but it's still nebulous. You know, it's it is nebulous. Weird. Like nothing's on paper. Right. 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 Um, and, and it's less about deciding whether the thing you want to do is legal or illegal or whatever. Uh, it's more about gauging, like I said, how risky doing it might be. Right. Um, and and I want to be super clear. If you're making art of any kind and you are not charging money for it, if you were giving it out for free, then you're good. You're fine. It's when you want money for it that you fall, you get into trouble. Right. Uh, here, here are a couple of things that making it more risk that make it more risky. Like I'm sell, if I'm selling props, and I'm selling a lot of them. If I'm selling like a dozen, probably no one's going to care. But if it's if it seems clear that I'm trying to sell hundreds of copies, mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge red flag. Uh, right. Also, marketing your unlicensed products aggressively. Like I've seen Facebook promoted ads for what I know are unlicensed products. And I'm sure this happens all the time with all kinds of products. But that's a great way to get your unlicensed products to show up in the front of a uh, a lawyer for DC or Marvel or whatever, right? Huh. Are we? I got an ad on Facebook here for these uh, Star-Lord helmets. Are we... Uh, are we selling these? Are we selling this? Is this us? Yeah. Uh, but also, the thing the thing I've seen the most is being a jerk about it. If you yeah, get caught, right. I've seen people get caught selling stuff online that they don't have a license for, and then they make a huge ranty post on the internet complaining about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, these are companies that you could potentially work for. You could potentially exactly. work out a licensing deal. And I've had friends who have done that. They've worked out licensing deals with uh, companies that have video games to sell their products completely above board. Um, if if you want to pursue that, just be aware that the company may say no, and they may not give you a reason, and they don't have to. Uh, also, they may say our license is incredibly expensive. Like if you want a Marvel license, I think it's like a hundred grand a year upfront. Oh yeah, wow, it's bad. So, so just be aware of that. That there is a legal way to get a license. It may not work for you. 
Uh, and then, like we mentioned before, I don't make props anymore. I make videos. And so far, no one has asked me to stop making my videos using items from their IPs. So that's kind of – there are a lot of reasons why I do that, but that's kind of where I ended up in this whole thing, uh, how I make it work for me and my company, and I can go to sleep not feeling like I'm making too big of a risk. Yeah, and not only that, you – you know, again, even though it's nebulous, it's like – to me, this is, this is akin to like uh, you do all the stuff you can to comply the best you can – but then fair use kicks in at some point. And it reminds me yeah, how yeah. Brian has to be careful around music. So what does he do? He pays these fees every year to have the legal right to play his covers and to play music on this show and his all his other shows. Like that's a thing that Brian makes sure he's covered on. Even then, YouTube doesn't care. They go, right. we don't right. have a way to check that. Because it's so, a lot no. easier for them not to care and just have a, bl- a blanket. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sounds like there's music in this one. Matches with this. Okay. Yeah. They or, must not or, be able to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Or Twitch, for that matter. They don't have a way. So that's why we don't play them live on the show anymore. But people who get the podcast get all the music. Why? Well, that's a medium where there's no single platform controlling it and therefore being chicken about DMCA. And can act, and if anyone ever says anything, if a band says, no, wait a minute, we can say, oh, well, no, he pays his ASCAP, he does his thing. So we have this like little paper trail. That, imagine that weird complication, but then just spread it over the entire internet. That's where we're at. Like mm-hmm. Twitch exists, for example, as a service that primarily streams video games. It's only because none of those companies or 99% of those companies are enforcing anything. If they wanted yeah, to, they yeah. could, mm-hmm. but they also know that the PR from enforcing that would ruin them. They know that streamers bring them massive amounts of business and massive right. amounts of, of notoriety and, and word of mouth that they can't get in any other avenue and have it. And as cheap as it is, that advertising is incredibly inexpensive for them. It's, well, it's virtually mm-hmm. costs them nothing. So they give games to people to say, please stream this. I get codes all the time saying, please stream our game. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the state of it. But technically the paperwork on it all of this could they could all of a sudden just all decide nope we're shutting it down can't stream our shit yep. anymore we're all agreeing to do it and and then the entire business model of Twitch falls out from underneath it like that's that's just the right. way it is so you're you're talking about a uh, you know a form of that it's just a version of that and uh, and it's good where, where things are at like I actually think we're in a really positive place right now there's a few things yeah, wrong it's a, but... it's a stalemate it's a it's a mutually assured destructive stalemate <laughs> yeah kind of yeah <laughs> it is yeah yeah so anyway I love that's a great question though I just I, I yeah, love this yeah. sort of part of this funny that the thing I we actually get copyright issues with mm-hmm. is uh, getting copyright claims for music we use in our YouTube videos for music that we've paid for like mm-hmm. we use art lists I'm not promoting them i don't have a they're fine i don't i don't have a, a they're not a sponsor or anything uh, but we we use and pay for art list and even so even though we have the license to use that music every once in a while we get a strike not a strike but a claim on our youtube channel it's like uh that's a copyrighted song and we're mm-hmm. like oh we paid for it thank you very much <laughs> nicole and mark had the same oh it happens all the time yeah yeah the, i mean whisper. dude they had freaking metallica performed their own song oh. live on Twitch and got oh, right. replaced yes. with like chiptune music. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen in yeah. my life. So yeah, the people trying hard to do it the right way sometimes end up getting getting hosed by it. But yeah, that's but a, yeah. We're, in a, a we're in a pretty good stalemate right now. Yeah, pretty good. Are, yeah, you're right. It's aw. a good way of looking at it. Everyone's got nukes, and they're they're different kind of nukes, different effects. But <laughs> nobody wants to nobody wants to pull the trigger or push that button, and that's probably good. Uh, except the music industry, they want to push it every day. 
Big what? people. Oh, they're firing nukes every other five minutes. Just beep, 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 right. beep. Uh, do you want to play a game? They keep hearing in their heads. Anyway, uh, Bill, uh, this has been great. I love this stuff. Um, and if you want to see more of what, of course, Bill's doing, it's over on his website. In the meantime, you probably have a little bonus link this weekend or this week. Right? I do. Uh, Brittany and I have been playing a lot of Valheim. Mm-hmm. A lot of Valheim. Everybody else. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, I found this YouTube channel. Um, he goes by VetLive, V-E-T-L-I-V-E. Uh, and this person's been making uh, buildings in Valheim and filming it as like really cool time-lapse videos. <laughs> and architecting these really grand buildings in, in uh, uh, Valheim. So if you look up the Valheim Swamp Treehouse on, uh, on YouTube, you'll find it. So oh, we had yeah. to build like a scaffolding to get up to the top of the tree where he wanted to build his house. And then he built this giant elaborate tree house in Valheim. Yeah. It's so cool. Thing. Yeah. I kinda... My house in Valheim is so pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody recreated all of Stormwind I saw recently. Really? Oh my was... God. I need to look that up. Yeah. And you can, and it's not as easy as it sounds. This isn't Minecraft no. where stuff can float. Like you got to, you got to like attach yeah, to that tree. Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm looking up the Stormwind Harbor. Yeah. There's a it's bunch so of work. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that. You can find the Eiffel Tower somewhere. Um <laughs> I'm watching. So he's building this thing and I'm watching like him build the structure up on the tree and he didn't have enough supports on part of it and part of it just fell down yes. on the ground. Yeah. The game is <laughs> oh the game god. is limited by some of its physics and it's very funny that way. The one thing I do wish this game did cuz I find all the survival part kind of tedious, but I'm just not a survival game guy. This probably does it better than anyone right now. So, you know, it's not a complaint. I just don't like that stuff generally. But uh, I wish it had a creative mode and they may still. It's in early access. So at some point, maybe they'll just go full creative mode in here. But I love doing that. Just give me unlimited resources and let me just build crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to do that. And then you'll start to see crazy stuff. Like you think Minecraft had some insane builds? Like all of Azeroth, just imagine that happening here. Uh, he's dropping wood like left and right. That poor guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tried. First thing I did, I tried to build a lighthouse out of wood, and and once it was like three or four stories tall, it just. I, if I tried to build it any higher, it would fall down. I was like, oh, that's probably what you have to worry about with real houses, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, where's the oh, there's just wood just fell off the side of that thing. Yep, but more wood, just yeah, fell off. you're at yeah. the part I know of exactly that. where just, Scott and I are. Yeah. are uh, you can't, he can't get that wheel done, he's just having the hardest no, time, right? But. Like doors keep falling off the side. Um, yeah, why is there no structure connecting it to the ground first and then uh, going from there? But this is amazing, yeah, it's um, Dice Tomatoes wow. like, well, how can this, this isn't a creative type game. Well, I completely disagree. Any of these games, you just make unlimited resources and people go to town. That's what a creative mode yeah. is. Every every building slash survival game I know of has that mode. And it's just a nice thing for players who aren't into the whole grind of, you know, whatever. I, I not Again, this is not going to be for everybody. But for me, I just want to build shit. So yep. let, me, let me build it. Yeah, tower. I've been getting the itch to to tr- play. Uh, we did Minecraft last year, a whole bunch, um, survival mode and everything. But I've been getting the itch to try that out, creative mode. I've never done that. To just, oh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, go in there with unlimited everything and build whatever you want. Our old pal Daryl did that with uh, was it the Enterprise. Was it Enterprise. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And the new, That's so cool. the new version of Minecraft that supports RTX uh, video card ray tracing and stuff. 
unbelievably cool. Oh, it's one it of the coolest things. Yeah. yeah. So I may wow. have to mess around with that too because I don't know. The thing I like about Valheim's building, other than the working up, you know, resource management, which is again not my favorite thing, but uh, the thing I like about it is it, it, everything looks very organic, like real structures. Um, that looks like grass on the roof and thatched mm-hmm. together, and that looks like wood planks that he's putting down. And I don't know. There's something something about that that intrigues me more than just the voxel sort of cubes that are that are Minecraft. But mm-hmm. but anyway, uh, go check it out. Cool channel. Uh, Valheim Swamp Treehouse is what you want to search for. I just showed the chat a lot of it, and uh, it's basically a speed run of uh, building this thing. And he's an insane. He's person. got a lot more too. Yeah. What I want to know is how's he feel? Oh, he's probably got a friend watching and filming this. I bet. And I wonder if there's a mod too to film stuff. Oh, there might be. Yeah. I think there's mod support now. I'm not sure. That game is a ridiculous success. It's insane what they've done. Anyway, Builderan, everybody. He is punishprops.com's own Builderan. You can find him on Twitter at Chinbeard. That's because he has a beard on his chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. That's what right I've heard. there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Clean to see. Keep that thing nice and uh, groomed, and we'll see you next time, Bill. Bye now. All right. Toodle. Toot. Oh, he said toot. Toodle. Toodle. Just watching this little Toodles. guy. Toodles. I can tell this took this dude a long time. See, this is what I don't have time for because what you're seeing is the yeah. build time. What we're yeah. not seeing is all the time you had to spend the getting the resources. Time. It's a beast. Yeah. And we're seeing a high speed version of the build time, too. Like we're seeing a time lapse. Yeah. So if it were me and I were them, and now they have all the money in the world, creative mm-hmm. mode. Boom, done. You got my money. I already bought your game, but add it and I'll update it. Okay. Uh, what are we doing now? We got... Uh, uh, oh, I want to do some quick spoiler talk. Now, if you didn't see it, there's not much to spoil here, honestly. First episode was a lot of character reintroduction and sort of, you know, where are they now and stuff like that. But we saw Winter Soldier. Do I have a theme for this? Let's see. Here, we'll do this. Oh, for whatever reason, I didn't hear that we didn't have uh, Steven today. Yeah, he's not here today. He's uh, Gotcha. Okay, well then ignore my other thing that I put in there. Uh, yeah, he took... He, uh, I can't remember what he had. He had a kid appointment or something, so he, he was we'll sad. Save that for the next time Steven's on. Fantastic. What? All right, so that's a guy asking, <laughs> what spoilers are we going to talk about? So there aren't a ton, but I, I guess I'll say f- top of the conversation here i really really liked falcon of the winter soldier episode one because i feel like it established what this is going to be and what this is going to be is a lot like this winter soldier movie in terms of tone and intrigue and military yeah yeah very different feel right off the bat very different feel than wandavision right you know wandavision slightly tongue-in-cheek a little comedy with a little bit of weird mystery and and which became more and more the theme as it got to the end this one just feels like it's going to be a um a jack reacher not jack reacher what kind of jack reacher but who am i thinking of the tom clancy um oh jack ryan jack ryan thank you a jack ryan kind of thing with superheroes yeah i agree uh, is the vibe i'm getting even that like the closing credits are very reminiscent of the winter soldier film which was like a 70s spy thriller dressed up like a superhero movie Mm -hmm. Uh, still my favorite mcu movie and this is that tone and yeah. I'm all into it. It's like, it's a little like the comics. Like WandaVision was like the cosmic universe and magic and mm-hmm. had that tone. And this is on the ground. Dirty, dirty knees and ugly trees. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's, let's fight. Right. So, That's right. Yeah. 
It, it's it's okay. really great. I, I can't say enough about how uh, excited I am for the Sebastian Stan side of things because I just think he plays that the Winter Soldier role so well and so really like um, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. He he just he isn't just emo. He's he's tormented. He's tormented and, uh, and in a way that yeah. feels legitimate and real. Mm-hmm. My favorite gift going around is this <laughs> a shot from Endgame where okay so in this first episode you spent a lot of time with Winter Soldier in in therapy with with ordered required government therapy because he's dealt with a lot he was a tool of the of Hydra for so long and blah 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 right done some terrible stuff mm-hmm. and he's just having a hard time dealing with it so he's in therapy and I saw this gif of him in Endgame spinning around metal arm out here with a gun ju 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 other arm holding Rocket Raccoon and Rocket Raccoon going, oh, yeah. do, 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 do. and it says below do you think Winter Soldier talked or yeah do you think Winter Soldier or do you think Bucky talked to his uh, his uh <laughs> his or his uh, therapist about this moment or whatever like <laughs> like just a really funny juxtaposition of carrying a, a rocket or a rocket was holding a uh, raccoon that was firing a gun and uh yeah, yeah. like that's your that's your really dark moments you got to tell your therapist but anyway uh sorry Claire I was choking on my own words here but <laughs> anyway uh it is uh really good it's great yeah it's good setup we still don't have anything with uh, agent 13 or um Baron Zemo yet I really want to see how they pull off. You know, I've seen photos, but I want to see how they pull off the uh, uh, the purple ski mask mm-hmm. that Baron Zemo wears. <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty cool. Did you see that I was in the yeah. um, I was in the vanishing list? Here, I'll send you a text. Uh, oh, are you obvious, really? It's obviously not me, but my name's on that. Right, but there was a Scott Johnson in the list. Yeah, I just sent you a text. You can see it. it's the, right, uh, Don Cheeto's head right there. Oh, look it. at that! Oh, that's hilarious. Um, but anyway. The point is, uh, the ending is has thrown a few people, and uh, my wife, we're sitting there, and Kim goes, uh-huh. okay, so basically the way, and again, there's a little bit of a spoiler, not really, though, because we don't know anything about what's going on yet, but at the end, uh, the government has installed somebody new in, in the suit, given him the shield, a new Captain America shows up on the steps of the Capitol, or wherever the heck they are, and right. he shows up, and my wife goes, wait a minute, and I go, what? She goes, is that... Just them youngifying what's his name again? And I said, What do you mean? She goes, That looks like she couldn't remember his name. Oh, she goes, Chris Evans. Not yeah. even that. She goes, That looks like that looks like Guardians of the Galaxy uh Kurt Russell. Oh but, but youngified. <laughs> kind I, of, yeah, right? The, and I uh... said, Oh yeah, it kind of does. And then the credits roll, and we find out that that's Wyatt Russell, his son. It's Wyatt Russell, yeah think of that did not even make the connection that it's uh why or that kurt russell's son wyatt oh yeah. that's hilarious so he looks a little goofy uh in that helmet yeah he totally does yeah. and i think that's you know that's part of the thing is to uh, it's it's like what they did with uh, iron patriot you know when mm-hmm. um the government wanted their own iron man right. kind of thing so it's like all right we're getting our own uh captain america this guy fits the suit let's have him do it yep and if I was Falcon, I'd be so Falcon at one you know on one side is like I don't want the the shield. It's not for me. It was never for me, and I know that Steve wanted me to take it and take up the role, but I just can't do it. So we're going to put it under glass. But then the government, being the government dicks that they are, are like, nah, we're taking it out and giving it to another guy. 
and mm-hmm. uh, how that all is going to play out, who knows? And who knows who White Russell? Yeah, is supposed I to never. Be. Um, by the way, you still need to see God, what was the name of the show he did White Russell on um, Lodge Forty Nine mm. on AMC. Great show, just just a really sweet show about a guy who finds a um, uh, like a Elks Lodge kind of place and becomes a member and. Um, so many great actors on there that you know and love. Cheech is on there, and uh, um, uh, who is it? Let's see. Cheech I'm Marin up the list here. Yeah, Cheech Marin, Brian Doyle Murray. I don't know why I had to. Conf- I don't know why I had to clarify who the Cheech was you were referring to. <laughs> right. There's only one Cheech. <laughs> Cheech Marin. Er? Cheech Marin. Uh, Brent Jennings, who you know by face more than you probably know by name. Um, such a sweet show. Oh, Adam Godley is the guy that we always talk about, who's, whose ears come straight out British, mm. British actor. Yeah. Anyway, that that show's so good. But uh, uh, I don't know the history behind. I never read any of the U.S. Agent comics, so mm. this is something where I'm going to kind of get a little bit of an education, at least the MCU version of the education of uh, of where U.S. Agents. History yeah, I don't know from. any of that history either. John Walker slash U.S. Agent is the character they have listed in IMDb. Um, I saw him most recently in that Overlord movie. It was the right uh, Nazis made zombies. Castle, Castle Wolfenstein made into yeah. a movie, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. He was very good in it. But he is so qu- quickly recognizable as the offspring of Kurt Russell that my wife full-on called it through the good mask and everything. Her. Yeah, yeah she's I like, did I not pick up him. on that. I completely forgot about that. Anyway, uh, it's like we say, not much else to say about it, except I will say I, th- I think the backstory of uh, Falcon's sister and what's going on in Louisiana and him trying to balance this you know, Avengers role, but him being gone for five years and the vanishing and all this stuff is really great. Like They're really pulling me into that and making me interested in their in that conflict in that backstory in that family dynamic didn't expect that uh and those two haven't even met yet like the the winter soldier and and falcon haven't even talked no uh, no that's true yeah they're still dealing with their own shit but they'll eventually they made some reference about how one of them wouldn't return the other one's texts or something and then <laughs> did you watch any of the marvel Legends stuff beforehand the uh the four little short uh, vignettes that introduce you, reintroduce you to the characters. No, I should probably, Those right? Great. Yeah. And Tina loved it. Like basically this was what Tina said at the end of it. Oh yeah, I totally needed this because basically it's, it's like um, five or six minute vignettes for each of the four main characters, Zemo agent 13, and then Falcon winter soldier mm. that, um, that compile a lot of their previous MCU appearances, the basically the key appearances for those characters, mm. you know, Sam running around Washington and getting lapped on your left, on your left by uh, Steve Rogers as they're jogging and the two of their friendships developing. And, and, um, and that's on Disney plus as well. I can just watch those. It's on Disney plus okay. Marvel legends. And it gives, and Hey, it, if nothing else, have Kim watch the, uh, you and Kim watch the Baron Zemo and agent 13 ones to give you guys refresh your memories on the backgrounds between those. Yeah, uh, I will definitely two. watch, but Kim, Kim loved this. So, that yeah, more so of that Tina. is great because we really got into it and finally um like wandavision was all staggered with carter's ability to watch it because she had late night classes when we watched it mm-hmm. and um not this time she got to sit and watch it with us so now she's in so we're just really really looking forward to this series playing out and it's so funny that i let wandavision stack up but this one i'm not willing to like i'm gonna watch it the minute it comes out yeah kind of thing. i think they're gonna there's gonna be less surprisey kind of stuff in this yeah 
Um, I mean, we're still going to get the who, who did we get? We had uh, Batrock. No, was it Batrock? Yeah, the the uh, Batrock the Leaper with the um, oh right uh, uh, from Black Panther. Right, you had to explain that to me once because I didn't know who that was or what that was. Yeah, um, um, yeah, Saint uh, George Saint Pierre. Right, uh, the dude with the uh, the the crazy kicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Um, there's a character I wasn't expecting to see in this thing, but um, yeah, looks like he's gonna gonna uh, be the thing that that leads them. A Winter Soldier. He was in the Winter Soldier movie. Mm. That's right. Um, yeah, I, Claw. I, Ulysses Claw was the one from Black Panther. Though. I didn't know we were gonna see uh, Don Cheeto in the premiere. No, no right. I know that was a surprise too. It was that great. was cool. That just made me feel right at home. I was like, oh, this is we're in the MCU here. Like. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the other thing. Spared no expense on the effects of that fight in the canyon. That looked amazing. All of it. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely did. Like right I, out know, of the I movies. You, I said, this, there's a point to a movie that, that doesn't look as good as this. Like that, that looks better than this because this looks just as good as, as oh, any of the By uh, far. Like it was such, MCU that films. stuff was awesome. And, mm-hmm. but again, all the personal down to earth stuff was great. It's just, it's shaping up, man. I'm, I'm very excited. And in the credits, you get to see Agent 13 and, and then it reminds you, oh, yeah, that's all coming. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So anyway, we'll see. <laughs> I like her a lot. She's I do, too. Emily Van Camp is her name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. She's a, she's a cutie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's our spoilery. Not really very many spoilers, but there's our discussion no. about Winter Soldier. There's not much to spoil in that first episode. No. There's not a big hang. You know, it's a little like the first WandaVision. There's not a lot to spoil there either, other than... The premise, which is, oh, they're in a sitcom for some reason, and that's about all you get. Right. Um, but yeah, I hope there's more Rhodey. I hope there's some other crossover. Um, I wondered, remember a few months ago, uh, rumors were flying that Chris Evans was going to appear in either in WandaVision, f- yes. th- this or WandaVision. Maybe what they it meant was fanboy hopes that, that that was going to happen. Well, maybe they meant that. this with the big picture of his, of his face. Maybe that's what oh, they maybe. meant. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because he seemed confused. He was like, oh, "Not that I'm aware of." <laughs> right? Yeah, it was Chris Evans actually talking about it, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. So maybe it was his big face in that memorial that they referred to, because they do have a giant Chris Evans face in this first episode. If you miss Chris Evans, let me just say, his whole face is in it. So watch out. All right, <laughs> Brian, I'm going to play a Monday morning mashup. Uh, TMS mashups. Jamie got a little busy and could not do a regular one, so we're using one of his bonus ones. Works just the same for me. It's yeah. called uh, Balls Naked. Okay. And uh, Balls Naked. Balls okay. Naked, which is something I don't remember either of us saying, but now we'll find out how that came up when I hit play. Fifty-year-old podcasters. Holy shit! No one does that. Look at what Justin Jason Bieber did today. Jason Bieber. I love that Jason Bieber. When he was young, he was such a troublemaker. Who would have ever thought he'd grow up to be Prime Minister of Canada? Right. right. Hey, that was about the time I was getting sick of podcasting and he came back. <laughs> I was so good looking when I was younger. You know, uh, I had Bancroft. Yeah. I hit that. Oh, did you know? <laughs> uh, 
Paul Newman was a butthole. Damn it, you piece of bitch. Burn shit bastard. Right. Look at him. He's just looking at me in the front window. Government's not going to help me. I can see him. I'm going to lose all my money unless I turn it into gold. I'm never going to get this catheter tube inserted without some lubricant. <laughs> what do I do? I no. Okay, now what? We've seen every <laughs> film ever made. My biggest complaint about this film was that it was too loud. I didn't understand any of it. I had to pee eight times during this. Back in my day, I had my own nipples. Now I'm getting them from the machine. That makes no sense to me. Where are my pills? Hey, it's too loud. I started watching that straight out of Compton. It was too loud for me. I, I, I My hearing's bad as it is. An ice cube is kind of a dick. Hey, this internet thing's not going to last. They're going to come crawling back, and what's the first letter they're going to look for? AMC is what they're going to look for. I don't know what this Better Call Saul is, but it's making us money. So keep making whatever that is. Wait a minute, that's Lenny from Laverne and Shirley. What's he doing on here? Why is he afraid of outside? Why not just pull down to your bears and knuckle it up, you know? Do they need to get naked? <laughs> well, you know, just shirts really off. Good old fashioned. Uh, what kind of? I mean, listen, I know, that, I know that you guys out in uh, out in the Mountain West have your own frontier spirit, but I didn't know everybody had to get balls naked. To There's fuck. only one way we can solve this. <laughs> That's because neither of us said it. It was not us, right? Yeah, it was that other Came guy. From the gerbs. Yeah, the gerbs said it. All right, that was fantastic. You know what's funny? You compare the old man voice to the way I used to do it way back. It's not even close. Listen to this. Uh, I have one here. Oh, no, I don't have it. Do I? Oh, that what? sucks. All right, never mind. My old my uh, condom is an old fish line from T- oh, yeah. uh, ELR. Yeah. I can't find it suddenly, but uh, that that's your example of me doing an old man voice, and it's just not the same. The, old, the old, old man voice. Yeah, the old, old man voice. I think we've got a pretty good one going. This is how we're going to sound in not too many years, you guys. So it's yeah, we're basically podcasting Statler and Waldorf in this thing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, up on our balcony, on high. Speaking of which, if you want, <laughs> you want to help us uh, stay up there in that balcony, you can contribute to our balcony at Patreon.com/slash/TMS, and as always, Frogpants.com/slash/TMS. We'll have that link and everything else you you may need to know for the show. That's going to do it for us, Brian. We should play a song. Do you have one we can play? I do. Dylan wrote in, said, hey there, spaghetti and bologna. No real reason for this request, other than I want to say hi and hear this cool Post Malone cover on the show. Mm. Uh, Brian, can you please ask Scott? I love when they do this. Like, I'm your your uh, assistant. Yeah. Brian, can you please ask Scott if there'll be more to his series of playing Little Nightmares 2? Uh, I've been absolutely <laughs> loving it. The answer is yes. Um, I just, probably this week, too. I just have been... Not in a place where a scary game is in the. I just haven't been in the mood, but I'm coming back. I, I we're going to finish it, okay? So yes, I'm coming back. So this week, let's say this week sometime. I don't have a specific time, but I'll play it this week. All right, there you go. Okay, right. good. Now, now, uh, just sit in the waiting room, Dylan, and I'll let you know when you can get in to see Scott. <laughs> Uh, all right. He says, uh, stay safe or no, I'm sorry. He says, say safe and try not to get the chaff. Oh, the chaff. We haven't played the chaff. I haven't played the chaff. All right. Hold on. We're playing the chaff. Oh, oh geez. I have it here. I know. Okay. Here we go. I have the chaff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, all right. The track that he's talking about is part of the new 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Yes, that's right. Pokemon is celebrating the 25th anniversary, and they're doing a whole bunch of things throughout the card game, throughout the video games, and throughout Pokemon Go. They even tapped Post Malone on the shoulder to cover Hootie and the Blowfish, Only Want to Be With You. Um, for whatever reason, I'm thinking that the original Hootie version the the title was only want to be with the letter B with you, but I might be remember, remembering oh, that incorrectly. I don't remember that. Uh, but uh, only want to be with you by Hootie and the Blowfish, covered here by Post Malone. I will say it's been on repeat in this house because my wife loves Post Malone. It's and good, it's- and I still feel like there's some weird auto tuning stuff going on, but I think it is just just the Post Malone. Like the, ah, he likes to do his weird yeah. little wiggly thing in the in the weird high range. vibrato. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, but uh, but we like him, and here it is. We'll be back tomorrow with more show, so come on back now, you hear? This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You lose when you're caught. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast and Befeler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts, der forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.